Warning, the views and opinions expressed on this show are not necessarily those of Clan Imperial Guard, Radio Link Net, or their sponsors. This show is intended for a mature audience only. Parental discretion is advised. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the main event. You're listening to the Emperor of Clan Imperial Guard and the Emperor's Court, powered by the Clan Imperial Guard Online Gaming Radio Network. Yeah, baby, that's the way I like it. All this energy calling me, back where it comes from. It's such a crude attitude, it's back where it belongs. All the little kids growing up on the skids, you're going Cleveland Rocks, Cleveland Rocks. Cleveland Effect does rock, and I'll tell you why. The reason why Cleveland rocks is because I am here. Who am I? I am the Emperor of Clan Imperial Guard, and I'm coming to you live from Cleveland, Ohio tonight. Well, live for me and those precious few of you who know I'm recording this ahead of time, but for the rest of you, this is being recorded. The reason why is I am uh, not going to be here tomorrow night, that's being Sunday, and... Okay, there we go. I had to fix something. <clears throat> I will not be here tomorrow, uh, that being Sunday. That is uh, August the 20th. So we are pre-recording this show. Uh, real quick, want to give a sp- uh, shout-out to our sponsors, the Harbor Blue Group and also the LinkNet. Don't forget that. Both of them sponsor the show. We appreciate it. One of the same, same in the one. At any rate, uh, a couple topics I wanted to get to tonight. Uh, I would tell you, if you want to get in contact with me, how to do so. However... Sadly, unfortunately, as I said, this is being recorded. Should you have a comment about the show, you can either post it on our website at onejuryborn.com, in our forums at the radiolinknet.com site, which is still, unfortunately, in a progression. We had hoped to have it launched by now, but that was not the case. Uh, or you can send me off an email at emperor1g at coxcox.net. All right, a couple things I want to get to tonight. One, the Burning Crusade. Uh, Blizzard has released a little more information, this one about the arena system and how that's going to work. Uh, again, we're going to continue our conversation uh, briefly. A lot of you had uh, something to say uh, about the Burning Crusade uh, over the course of the week since last Sunday when you wrote me in uh, during the last week's two-and-a-half-hour special that we did. In addition to that, um, also, a lot of you had something to say about the Otakon Where's Buffet debacle and what a bunch of fuckos they are. I'm glad to see the amount of support. And actually, quite a few of you Otakon people listened in, and uh, at least two of you claim to have been in that panel so you can share my pain. There you have it. Um, World of Warcraft's pretty much going to take over the majority of this. I also have a couple comments about Rome Total War. Uh, in fact, we're going to start off with that tonight. Now, I know it's been a while since we discussed Rome Total War. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm getting a breaking news kind of thing here. Centino's sending this in. Apparently, there's some 14-year-old miner who's going to offer herself at midnight committing seppuku. I'm not entirely sure how she's planning on doing that, as she has the wrong instruments to do so. Boy, what a coward. You know, 
If this was real, and I don't believe for a second that it is, and I'm not about to give out the website or the IRC chat where this is taking place, both of them have been provided to me, and I have forwarded them to the appropriate authorities, although I think it is bullshit, and I don't think it's real. Um, for one, ma'am, you don't commit suicide with a samurai sword. You do it with a short knife. Okay? That's one. For two, the only person that uses a samurai sword in seppuku, or for the layman term, Harry Carry, is when your second, whoever that may be, if you have one, chops off your head after you've made the first cut. Now, since you're a woman, you're getting the easy way out. In seppuku, a person with a woman with a short knife jams it into their throat. That's how they commit suicide. Now, a man has to do it a different way. You have to disempower yourself. One cut across your abdomen, one, uh, one cut up your breastbone, and then what cut uh, into your throat if you have enough strength, and then your second would cut your head off before the pain can affect you. No, I don't know if she's going to do it. I don't believe she is. I think it's funny that this is actually allowed to take place. But I will say this. If you, or the person, you, know, you happen to know this person, does decide to offer herself at midnight, I say, let her do it. Addition by subtraction, one of my favorite sayings. She's doing more for the human gene pool by removing herself from it. So there you have it. So you can... She's apparently some anime freak. Why am I not surprised? You know, it's people like you that give anime you know, fans like me a bad name. Fucking loser. Alright, that being said, on to Rome Total War. Now this is a game we haven't actually visited to in quite some time. The reason why is that it, it kind of died out, at least around here. The, the interest died out, the... You know, the Barbarian Invasion was interesting, it was okay, but, you know, with the amount of problems that uh, that Creative Assembly and Sega have with GameSpy being the one that was uh, carrying their online play, the issues with, with connectivity, the fact that their patches came out so slow to fix problems, it just kind of fell out of favor. Well, I recently got the itch to start playing again, and I, I've downloaded the patches to fix the, the first uh, single player, and I've played through a couple of campaigns. You know this, because you've heard my ongoing, you know, war stories as of recently. And I decided to go back and play a little online gaming. And Mecha's been helping me with it, and he's been trashing me and thrashing me left and right, because I haven't played in a year. Uh, he's played a little more recently than I have, and we were playing Barbarian Invasion. And I'm still trying to get my feet, and we were trying to figure out why the hell it is we could never find a game that was compatible. Now here, we thought it's because we, had, we didn't have 1.5 Barbarian Invasion. We only have 1.6. So I did the entire reinstall... Turns out it's 1.4. There is no 1.5. Lo and behold, the reason why is because everyone's playing Rome Total War Vanilla, the original game. No one's... There's like one or two games of Barbarian Invasion. Nobody's playing Alexander. Nobody. Which is the third the second expansion. Why is that? I can't... I, I would expect Alexander to have the most people playing it since it's the newest, but I, that hasn't been the case. Now, granted, there's only about 100 people online at any time anyways, but that's not unusual. It's GameSpy. It's not exactly built for a great many players. I'm just a little shocked that the newest expansion doesn't have any interest coming to it. It was kind of fun rediscovering the old strategies from the original Rome Total War, and I've been playing under various assumed names. Not that anyone's going to remember who the hell Emperor 1G is anyways. Most of the people we beat the shit out of don't play anymore. But the fact remains that the same old tricks are working, and then after a year of taking off of having played this game... The competition hasn't gotten any better. It's pretty sad, actually. I'm not really sure what's been going on or what you people have been slacking off about, but, you know, shit. If you're not going to play the game and play it, you know, competently, then why bother? What's the point? 
so I, you know, I've, I've launched a couple ambushes. I played, you know, a couple of barbarian races like the Gauls and the Germans just so I can, just so I could say I can. I think I'm going to play tonight and bust out some Carthage. I haven't done that in a long time. Because Carthage has some uh, glaring problems that I, I, I don't like, mainly in the range category. It doesn't have a whole lot of good range. It's got Balearic Slingers, I know, but they suck versus archers. I mean, they get raped unless you get it close enough and you don't get murdered. I'm trying to figure out who, uh, Flabby Jack Reel. Not sure who that is on AIM. Ah, it's Snog. Okay, now I know. Well, apparently there, you know, uh, Snog is letting me know that DarkfallRadio.com has had their first talk show. I, yeah, it's news to me too. I've never heard of Darkfall Radio, but there you go. You got a bit of a shout out from an actual established radio show and network. If it's about Darkfall, I wish you the best of luck. Um, the more hype the game gets, the better. So, there you have it. Yeah, I'll get to that in a minute, actually. Mystic Man is kind of is mentioning and motioning to my uh, uh, bullet points over here to the left. But I want to finish with Rome Total War. The excitement that I get from playing the game was recently rekindled by a group called, and I think I, think I mentioned this earlier, it's called the, the Lords. And they're a, a modification group out of England that does the Rome Total War mods. Or, I'm sorry, the Total War mods. They've got one, they've done one before, called Napoleon Total War. Now, as you know, the Napoleonic era is my era. That's the one I studied the most in college. It's the one I want to get my PhD in. Supposing I get that far down the road, if I stick with it, having just gotten you know, my two bachelors, or working on my master's, I'm starting to work on my master's in uh, next semester. At any rate, it's a game that I've always liked, going back to Spectrum's Fields of Glory, for those who remember, Talonsoft's games, their Battleground series... Those are friggin' great. The Emperors. I'm actually kind of surprised. Um, <clears throat> I'm being asked, like, this guy's like, well, what's the name of your radio show? Well, well, how the hell are you messaging me about it if you don't... Uh, uh, <laughs> hang on, hang on, hang on. Click the link on the right. I'm recording. <laughs> I'm telling this guy to go ahead and click the link and listen in. Uh, real quick, stop all the discussion. I'll explain how recordings are done. Yeah, all right, fine. I'm being... Uh, it's not very nice when you flick me off, dear. <laughs> okay, we'll get to that in a second. I'm sorry. God, that's really annoying. My microphone just started booming again. I'm not really sure what the hell causes that. I'm all over the map here. Let's get back to the to discussion. Anyways, the Lords is a group out of England, and they do the modifications for Total War. They're making one called Napoleon, Napoleonic Total War 2. It's a sequel to one they did, I think, for Medieval Total War, and they also had one for RTW some time ago. It is fantastic, to say the least. You have to see this thing. If you go to the org, that's totalwar.org, O-R-G, which is the uh, official, unofficial, like, fan site for Total War. And I recommend, if you have any questions about the series, that's where you go. They've got screenshots up there. They've got trailers up there of the different uniforms. It's going to be the Russian campaign of 1812, specifically the Battle of Borodino. Folks, I shit you not when I tell you this is some of the most beautiful artistic work I've seen, especially on uniforms. And the attention given to detail is nothing less than spectacular. And I'm just telling you based on trailers. 
it's Russia versus France. You've got Napoleonic France, and you've got uh, Tsar Alexander and the Russians. Kutuzov. All right? Cavalry, artillery, your infantry, your special unit, your guard units. If, you know, those of you who ask us where we get the our clan name, clan imperial guard, we get it from Napoleon or Napoleon's. His imperial guard, you'll be able to see them and play them yourself in this mod. It's coming out at the end of August, and I can tell you, folks, I cannot wait. This is the kind of this is the quintessential game I've been waiting for. Miniatures on a grand scale, commanding 7,000 individual units, blocks of troops, sending them out. Forming square, cavalry charges, raking your enemy with canister from your from your artillery. You, you have no idea what it means to me to see a game like this being produced. Now, and this, the funny part is, it's just a mod. It's not even an actual game itself. This is just what the group has done. This is a talented group of programmers, folks. Now, they may be taking uh, some of the uniforms, what have you, from other places. I, I don't know, and plugging them in. At any rate, they're doing a fantastic job of skinning them over. It looks great. Download the trailers, download the screenshots, see what I'm talking about. And there's other mods you can get out there for Rome Total War that you can get, like uh, Lord of the Rings Total War, Warhammer Total War. There's a Warcraft uh, version of uh, Total War out there. All these different mods that work, they look really nice, really skinned over. And, you know, you may get more out of it than I do. It's just that Napoleonics is my particular niche, and I cannot wait to get my hands on this and start beating the hell out of people left and right, because I believe it will support multiplayer. It'll be a one-on-one -on -one match, I think. You better believe I'll be taking command of the French. Probably the only time you'll ever hear me say that, because I don't think much of the French. <laughs> so there you have it. There's my RTW series. Okay, and there's a quick update I want to give. Some months ago... Some of you uh, older listeners may remember a man by the name of Athlus, A-T-H-A-L-U-S. This gentleman was the founder and the owner of WC Radio, Wild Radio, where this particular show got its start. Now, I've been broadcasting for years and years and years, but I did this show specifically for them before I brought it over to the Radiolink Network and started from scratch here. He left Wild Radio some months ago because he wanted to get a job at Blizzard. That was his ultimate goal, and he did so. He became a game master. Now, I won't go into all the different details about exactly what happened. Suffice to say, he's no longer working for Blizzard. He is back working for WoW Radio. And if you want the details, go to his website at www.neverathelus.com. The reason I bring this up, because he and I have had our differences in the past, and I did wish him luck when he retired from WoW Radio months ago, some months ago, the reason I bring this up is not so much the injustice of what happened to him. And, I, and there's two sides to every story. I understand that. But it certainly sounds like coming from him and what I know of the company itself, he pretty much got hosed. But it shouldn't be surprised or surprising based on the way they run their operation. What's surprising to me is you get an insider's view of how their game master's setup works. It's not actually Blizzard. It's a subcontracted company that does the employment of Game Masters specifically. When you talk to a Game Master or you deal with one of them, nine times out of ten, you're not dealing with a Blizzard employee. You're dealing with a temporary a temporary employee uh, being brought by a subcontractor. What does that tell you? One thing that did surprise me in, in conversations with him, he told me that uh, some of the emails that you do send if you have a complaint about a, a Game Master, on occasion, they actually will get through.
And what that means is that, you know, let's say you have a legitimate gripe or a bitch about somebody, and it actually gets to an administrator or it gets to a supervisor. They realize or they read it. They don't think you're some kind of screwball, and they actually go through it. They will actually talk to that game master, and they will get yelled at or reprimanded or what have you, usually verbally. But it's kind of nice to know that at least that actually takes place. I've always been under the impression that when you send something to that email, it just ended up in a trash bin somewhere. You didn't actually get to hear it. So there you have it. But I mean, if you read it, if you read what he's got in his blog, if you happen to catch him somewhere, and I'm going to ask him, because he told me a lot of things. A lot of things. And then before I go into any more details, I want to ask his permission first, because I don't want to get anybody else in trouble. Or get anybody, you know, step on anybody's toes. But, I mean, some of the things that he knows, some of the insider's view, you'll be stunned to hear. And I think you'll be interested to hear about it, too. Maybe next week we'll get to that. Speaking of next week, ooh, we just keep kind of segueing into everything here. Uh, we were supposed to debut a new show this Thursday, I understand that. Uh, we have held off on doing that simply because, as I've been informed by the person who's doing it, he is not yet ready. Apparently, there's a lot of he's doing a lot of post-production stuff. Uh, he's a professional sound engineer. I, I, I guess that's the correct term. He works on albums and he does a lot of that stuff. Anyways, he's got some things planned. He wants to hold off a week or two, make sure he has all his ducks in a row. Then he will debut a show. So my apologies for that. I kind of hyped it up. I take the responsibility upon myself. Uh, we were not ready to do that just yet. So hopefully within a week or two, you will see that again. Just keep checking the website, onejuraboard.com, for details. On to the Burning Crusade. Ah, uh, yes. Blizzard's answer to all the problems that the game has been experiencing in its approaching two years of existence. Now, I, gave, I did give them props last week for recognizing the PvP aspect had been shit on for since the game's inception, and the fact that Raid or Die doesn't work and will eventually kill them. They recognize this. Now, of course, an entirely new controversy has spawned, this by many of the raiding and uber raiding guilds who are saying, now you're going to do whatever Quest did and you're going to kill the raiding guilds where we needed to have 40 guys to go into a raid, which means you probably needed 60 people to fill in, people of different kinds of class to make sure you had enough. Now all of a sudden, it's down to 25, and that's it. How are you going to fit 40 guys into a 25-man raid? People are going to be left out, they're going to be pissed, you're going to have breakups. You know, loot is not going to be the sole uh, ad advancement, the sole uh, fuel behind your clan's uh, successes and experiments. All of a sudden, it's going to cater more towards a mid-level guild, a, a more casual, friendly-type clan. Well, no shit, Sherlock. Who do you think pays the majority of the bills? Look, let's let's take wrestling as an example. For those of you who are wrestling fans, you'll understand where I'm going with this. The Baron has joined us. Simpsons Season 8 is out. Really? Are you going to get it? Good, that means I don't have to. <laughs> That's not bad. Forty bucks isn't bad for an entire season. How many episodes? Thirteen. Twenty-three. I don't remember there being twenty-three episodes in a, in a Simpsons series season. Uh, uh, anyways. My point about wrestling is this: wrestling is cyclical. Well, it, yeah. 
we're not actually discussing wrestling, we're using them as an example. Casual versus your hardcore. Majority of your fans, majority of the money that the WWF, or now the WWE, and WCW made in the 1990s, late 1990s, was the casual fan. Mainstream people who were, you know, buying the shirts, saying the catchphrase, doing the crotch shop, what have you. They're the ones who drove wrestling up to a mainstream uh, mass media marketable item, okay? What's that? Less mocked, okay? Now that wrestling is no longer dynamic and interesting and fun, only the hardcore fans are watching it. Hence, you're only getting maybe a third of the audience you were. My point is this. I know they claim it's a cycle, and that's fine. I'm not. I'm not debating that. I'm just saying, in wrestling versus. It, it, thank you. Hey, you want to do a wrestling show? You feel free to put a microphone on and do it yourself. I will give you the airtime. I will give you the airtime to do that. I will do. I'll do a wrestling show. You have to do it weekly. Well, yes, it does. See, and there you go. And TNA. And TNA. You have to watch that too. Okay. Casual fans are what's going to drive Blizzard's um, what's going to drive Blizzard's revenue. It's being recorded for tomorrow, so it's not going to be here since I'm going to watch SummerSlam. There's like three or four people actually tuned in listening. Since I've been invited over to a friend's house who's paying for it. <laughs> no. Maybe I'll call and ask. They may not like you. You are kind of a geek. You are a geek. All right, I'll ask. At any rate. Oh, yeah, you do have the height thing. Casual fans are what's going to generate most of Blizzard's revenue. Yes, they have been. That's the problem. Yeah, I, yes, you're not supposed to hear the, hear the Baron. The Baron doesn't have his microphone on. He's just chatting to me. What yeah, people do understand is... Doesn't have the patience either. Right, casual fans don't have the patience, but they are, do uh, have the money. The but they do have the money. The hardcore fans are going to continue to play World of Warcraft whether they have 40-man raids or 25. What Blizzard's finally realizing after almost two years is the fact that if they want to keep those casual fans continuing to pay and play, they're going to have to dumb down the game so the numbers are more comfortable for them to play. People like me, people like most of the people in my clan who only play 10, 12, 15 hours in a total week, if that. All right. Now, what can be said is we don't know for sure if the dungeons they are putting in are still going to require molten core time, three, four, five, six hours at a time. Well, unless you're a clan. If you're a clan, then you, you may have the numbers for it. There's not many. That's why the game's changing. And Baron's bringing up the point that we've been making for a year, is that there are a majority of players don't have the time or the patience to put together a clan to keep it organized, and that is, that is supposing it's not ripped apart by things like loot, things like politics, bullshit like that. All right? And that's, that's taking PvP, crumpling in a ball, and throwing it in the garbage. All right? That's completely ignoring that aspect of the game. But the, you don't. Well, I know that's lame, but that's just the way it is. If you're going to talk, put the damn microphone on, because unfortunately no one's going to be able to hear what you're saying. I'm, I'm getting away from the point. Stop ruining my monologue, damn it. You're, you're ruining where I'm going with this. The Incredibles. Owned. And it was uh, Jason Lee. Very good. Uh-huh. Brody, right. Do not try and challenge the tribute. Yeah, I'll never see it. It's out of theaters now. I wanted to see Clerks too. Yeah, I know it'll eventually come out. Get out of here. You know, I'm in the back then for a reason. <laughs> to avoid everybody else in my damn house. 
little one's in bed, the wife's downstairs, and the Baron's roaming around doing who knows what with God knows what. At any rate, the hardcore player is going to be here continuing to play, pay Blizzard whether they bitch about it or not. The casual fan, and I'm sure Blizzard has noticed this by the dropping off in subscription numbers, continues to leave by the bushel load because there's nothing else for them to do. It's nice to say that in six months to a year, we're going to see an expansion where there'll be 5, 10, 15 uh, man raiding dungeons. Okay, well then I'll tell you what, we'll come back in eight months when you fix PvP, when you fix the uh, level dungeons, and we'll see then. Eight months of a lot of people canceling their accounts is a lot of revenue for Blizzard, for anybody, at 15 bucks a pop per month per player. That's a lot. The arena system, I think, is what really... St I've been looking into this, and I've been thinking about this quite a bit. For those who don't know, and we, made, we, we mentioned this in passing recently, the arena system... Yes, it would be a lot of fun. All right, if anybody has any interest in the Baron and I doing an actual wrestling show, professional wrestling, make sure you post about it at whatisyourborn.com. By the way, not hooked up. <laughs> so we'd have to hook up your microphone. I'm not about to do that. Then what are you bitching at me to put it on for? Because it was fun. God. <laughs> the arena system is basically a complete copy off of Guild Wars, where it's going to pit two on two, three on three, and five on five in an arena where you're not going to be able to bring in like potions, you're not going to be able to bring in buffs, etc. into a battle. Now, we... It's not going to be a replacement for the PvP system. What they're doing is they're taking all the rankings and they're throwing them out and allowing you to accumulate like PvP points, like money. The more people I kill, the more money I receive, and then I can use that money to go and buy whatever PvP item in particular that I want. We can do that. However... In the arena system, it's going to be like a ladder system, like Warcraft 3 was. You'll have your 5-on-5, five five, your 3v3, your 2v2s, your different ranged teams that will rank on your server based on how many wins and losses they get. Also, it'll pitch you based on the kind of gear that you're wearing. Now, I'm not entirely sure how this is going to work. Me, personally, I would go naked into a battle, and then as soon as the battle starts, take all the stuff out of my backpack and gear myself up. That's one. The problem is that I see with the arena system is that you're going to start to see one or two or three particular, particular classes that are going to outshine others, like the druid, like the paladin, like the shaman, where you're not going to be able to bring in you know items that you can use other than bandages. There's not going to be you can have conjured items. And there'll be a room that you can set them up, but in that kind of close quarters fighting, the way it's going to be set up, anybody who walks in with three paladins, you're not going to be able to turn them into sheep. You're not going to be able to crowd control them because they can remove it. All right. They're going to be able to heal all th each other. They're going to be able to shield you know, each other and themselves. Uh, can you imagine trying to wear down three paladins? I tried fighting two tier two heavily equipped paladins with me and two of my clanmates, and it was a running game, I mean a running fight for half an hour, and we came out the losers in that. Nice. We killed them twice. They killed us like four times. And that was a mage, warrior, and a rogue. Well, that's what Blizzard has. Their PvP system has always been rock, paper, scissors. Whatever kills you you can kill something else equivalently. Now, we can argue to our blue in the face that this game is not balanced because it's not. Warcraft 3 isn't balanced and never has been. Nothing's like StarCraft. That is the, the exception to the rule, the diamond in the rough, as it were. That's a game that's perfectly... But it is. StarCraft's probably the most, the most balanced of any three-way uh, three race game there is. Not necessarily. Not necessarily. You know what? I, I'm, there's a lot of people who line up and tell you no. Tell you that you're different. I mean, tell you, well, I can tell you you're different. 
but it would tell you differently. Yeah, you're no, you're not special. You are not blue bus special. I don't get that one. Uh, I've never seen a blue bus. The retards I've always seen, like the one that used to pick you up for school, was a short yellow bus. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah, nothing to respond to that one. Like, no, she, she was never attractive. No, she wasn't. She was never attractive. Never, 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 never. Never, never, never. You do realize that they can't hear anything you're saying anyways, right? And they've already seen what Mystic Mim looks like. They can see it on my Oticon video. You can get it at onejureborn.com in the gameplay video section right there. Four videos of classic vintage Emperor making fun of everybody else in the convention. Emperor versus 25,000 other people. I'm like the only normal guy there. Or at least that's what I tell everybody. <laughs> yeah, Five city blocks, five stories of cosplaying, non-bathing, pubertescent, never seen a woman. It's like a land party. <laughs> There's a bunch of people that never seen daylight. And then, of course, they cosplay as like a goth. Like, you're not cosplaying goth. You don't walk out. You're antisocial. You can pretend to be a goth all you like. You don't have any friends. You don't go outside. You don't have any hobbies. And you suck at sports. What else are you going to be? You're either a goth or you're dead. Or in some cases, both. I don't know. <laughs> yes. Over-emotional. Yeah, I, yeah, I know what emo is. Thank you. Wow, welcome to the internet. You're only about three years behind the rest of us. Kind of like Japan and disco music. Just always behind. I, I know, they're in the 80s hair metal. because we went into the 2000s. They're always 20 years behind us. I don't know why. The technology is 20 years ahead of us, but everything else. Yes, I can imagine Asian country music. Fucking Cowboy Bebop. What do you think that was supposed to be? The whole concept is the, about American Cowboy... Cowboy in Japan is depicted as a bunch of guys getting together working together. Everything in Japan is working together. Cowboy in America, a real cowboy, is about being an individual, being on the open range, yourself, humping horses and shooting cattle. You get lonely on the range from what I understand. That's why it's good. Yeah. Well, no, Brokeback Mountain 2 was Sinvicta. The story is Sinvicta and, and uh, Tiroth. That's actually on the ones you were born forms too. I'll have to show. I thought I showed you that sometime, didn't I? Yeah, when we uh, we downloaded the what is it, the Indian TV TV from India, we re we redubbed it or resubbed it. Yeah, it was subtitled. It it didn't wrong India, you idiot. India, not Indian. You know, you're a fucktard of the first order. You know that. You haven't a clue. It's not even that. F it would be funnier if you have any clue what the hell you're talking about. Oh, runs with homos. Uh, oh, wrong India. I can't pause it. This is live. Oh, cool. You can tell me in about five minutes, and the show's over. At any rate, ladies and gentlemen, um, the, the arena system to me, I think it, it can be fun, but I think it's going to be abused. And of course, I'm saying this without any particular information to go on. Just what they've released. I know. I'm jumping the gun. I'm playing the guy who's too scared, who has seen... Come on, we've seen Blizzard 
and what they've done before. All right, we know their mentality. I'm just worried about things like a druid in close quarters where they can heal, they can go feral, they can shoot. You know, you can get paladins who you can't kill. Can you imagine trying to, like I said, trying to fight three paladins or two paladins and a druid? I think about that. If you go, if you're a mage, you're screwed. You're you're screwed. You can't do anything. And apparently, from what they're saying, is there won't be any crowd control in the games, which means polymorph will not be a viable uh, will not be a viable tactic. Not good. But we shall see. I think overall the changes are actually going to be very are going to be very positive. We're going to have to see when the game is released, or at least when the beta is released. And I got to think beta is coming up soon. So if any of you get into it, I want updates from you. Everybody here wants updates. You've got to help out, pitch in, let us know what's coming down the pipe so we have a, have an idea. All right, folks, I know this is an abbreviated show. We didn't get to everything I wanted to. It's only about a half hour long. Uh, the reason why is, again, I want to save more for a live show we're doing next week, next Sunday, same time. The Emperor's Score will air at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard. Hang on, hit the music. There, okay, we got the music, all right. Again, next Sunday, same bad time, same bad place. The Emperor's Court, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard, right here. You can get this show and all the rest at onesyourborn.com. Also, don't forget, Wednesday, a state of Warcraft is going to air. Ron Caribbean Virgin Island rum. Imported. Why don't I not surprise the Baron has rum? At any rate, um... Again, I want to go ahead. Right, I want to go ahead and thank our uh, sponsors, the uh, Link Network and HorrorBlueGroup.com. As always, thanks for uh, putting up the uh, money so we can do all this. Uh, again, State of Warcraft Wednesday, you can download it if all your Warcraft 3 uh, needs and interests and what have you at OneGearBorn.com. If you want to come into the show, you can EmperorOneGearCox.net, COX.net. Uh, is there anything else I'm missing? No, I don't think so. The new show hopefully will debut in about two weeks, and that's about it. Oh, the wrestling show. Yeah, let's hear if. You know, we'll, I'll post the question, do you want the Emperor and the Baron to hold a wrestling show, a radio show? Anyways, folks, all that and so much more. This has been the Emperor saying bad manners are better than no manners at all. So long, everybody. Let's get drunk. Now let's all get drunk and play ping pong.